Bishop Dr. Michael Hutton Wood, the Senior Pastor of House of Judah, UK, the Happy Church, presents six dynamic life-changing books that will catapult you to higher heights entitled Success Has No Uncles, 12 Cancers to Avoid at All Costs in Leadership, Ministry, and Management. You have only one life. Make it count. Understanding and releasing the power of first group offerings and tithes. Invoking the incredible power of altars and sacrifices. Forgive, but don't forget. Success is self-determined. Success consists of little daily efforts. And failure consists of little daily neglects. Daniel said, I understood by books. No matter what life throws at you, stay focused and keep moving through relevant and current information. These books are definitely a must for your library. Order your copies today by calling or visiting our website www.housejitter.org.uk or using the information on your screen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are all welcome to Lunch Hour with High Achievers. I can tell the Achievers mean business right here. God richly bless you all for joining us this afternoon. What an awesome afternoon. Glory to God. A great day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. You are all welcome. Mama B, you are welcome. God bless you for joining us this afternoon once again. Abi Belland, you are welcome once again for joining us this afternoon. God bless you. Abna Echama, you are welcome for joining us once again. God bless you. Miriam, you are welcome. God richly bless you. As usual, I would like to encourage every single one of you to start sharing, start sharing. Invite everyone that you know to join us on this platform. We're going to have another explosive, powerful, insightful session today in the name of Jesus. We are looking at 60 strategic questions achievers ask themselves on a daily basis, which is the reason why they become who they are called to be. So we're looking at 60 strategic questions that achievers ask themselves on a daily basis. And this is from my book, You Have Only One Life, Make It Count. You Have Only One Life, Make It Count. Make sure you get a copy of this book. You Have Only One Life, Make It Count. It's going to be an awesome session once again today where we'll be informed, we'll be empowered, receive revelation to be able to do what God has called us to do. Make sure you take a screenshot of this book. You have only one life. Make it count and go on our website, our website, houseofjudah.org.uk, to get a copy of this book. You have only one life, and I'm teaching from this book. You have only one life. Make it count. Tell somebody, tag somebody, share this on your timeline to invite as many people to join us on this platform. You are all welcome. God richly bless you. Let's go straight into the meat of the message today. It's going to be powerful. Remember, the whole of this month we're dealing with the subject of wisdom and mentorship, wisdom and mentorship, 
wisdom and mentorship. Wisdom and mentorship. Wisdom is a principality and the word of God is the foundation. The word of God is the foundation for all kinds of wisdom. The word of God is the foundation for all kinds of wisdom, especially divine wisdom. And the Bible says, what is from above is above all. Remember, to be informed is to be empowered. To be informed is to be transformed. To be uninformed is to be deformed. You are called to be an achiever. You are called to be an accomplisher. You are called to be the head and not the tail. You are called to be above only and not beneath. You have only one life. Make sure it counts in your generation, in your generation. So, We've looked at quite a number of questions that achievers ask themselves, which is the reason why they achieve the great things that they achieve. So let's look at the rest, some of them this afternoon. You have only one life. Take a note of the material. You have only one life. Make it count. This book is very insightful, very, very powerful. Make sure you get yourself a copy. All right. So let's continue from where we left off. Last week we looked at, I believe we're at uh, number 42, we said, why be a follower when you can become a leader and continue to be an offspring, an endless hard follower of another great leader? We said, a great leader takes people where they want to go, but a great leader takes, a leader takes people where they want to go, a great leader takes people where they don't necessarily want to go, but ought to go. So a leader takes people where you want to go, a leader will take you there. But a great leader looks at your potential and says, no, you deserve more than this. You can become more than this. So he motivates you, he pushes you, just like we push people on this platform and in our church to get to their destination as long as they are willing to get there. You're supposed to be the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. You're supposed to be a lender and not a borrower. And it comes by divine wisdom. And the word of God is the principal raw material for divine wisdom. The word of God is the principal raw material for divine wisdom that puts you in a class of your own. And that is why God said to Joshua when he took over from Moses, he said, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but thou shalt meditate upon it day and night. And observe to do according to all that it says therein. By so doing, you will make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. The word of God is the principal raw material for divine wisdom that puts you in a class of your own. Maxi, Aku, God bless you. You are welcome. The next point is why remain a follower when you can be a leader? Why remain a member of a church when you can become a steward or stewards? Why be a leader that takes people where they want to go when you can be a great leader that takes people where they really ought to go? We looked at why just build a house? Why just build a house when you can build a city and you can build an empire? Some of us have the potential to build cities, to build nations, to build empires. The Abrahamic covenant that we are tied to is a covenant that has the kind of covenant that builds nations. Abraham was told, I'll make you a blessing to nations, to nations. You are called to influence nations. When I was called, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5 to 10, I was told, I've ordained you, I've called you as a prophet, as a voice to the nation. 
So I knew I had a national, global assignment, not just a local assignment. I knew I would start local, but I have to start thinking global. Why just build a house when you can build a city? Why just build a city when you can build a nation? Why build a nation when you can build an empire? When you are steady, steady like somebody, steady like somebody. When you are reading, read like somebody. When you are watching messages, watch messages like somebody who's called to build a city, called to build a nation, called to build an empire, not just a family, not just a family. So achievers ask themselves questions like why build just a house? Why build just a city? Why build just a nation? Why read books that will make me affect just my family? When I can read books and listen to messages and come on platforms like this that can empower me to influence a city, influence a nation, influence an empire. Then the next point, <laughs> why succeed alone? Why succeed alone? And be the only success story when you can raise successes. We are looking at 60 strategic questions that achievers ask themselves on a daily basis. Why just build and a nation where I can build an empire. Why just build a city when I can build nations? Now, the next, the next question that achievers ask themselves is, why succeed alone? Cages, Sparkles, God bless you. You are welcome. Let's all keep sharing. Let's keep sharing. Success without a successor is failure. Call everybody that you know. Send them a text. Send them the link. Let them know. Lunch hour with high achievers has just begun. Send the link everywhere. Send the link everywhere. Somebody <coughs> in your circle needs to become an achiever, a high achiever. Somebody in your circle needs to maximize their potential and become everything that God has called them to be. So send the link everywhere. Share this message everywhere right now. Why build a house when you can build a city and a nation? Why succeed alone? The next point is why succeed alone when you can raise other successes? Success without a successor is failure. Who knows the things you know? Who have you passed on the things that you have learned so far? Who have you shared what you know with so far? Why succeed alone or be the only success story in your family? When you can raise successes, be a success with successes. Write that down. Become a success with successes. Become a success with successes. That's why this man's teaching on mentorship and wisdom is so crucial. Mentorship and <laughs> glory to God. After every Moses, there is a Joshua. After every David, there is a Solomon. After every Naomi, there is a Ruth. After every Elijah, there is an Elisha. After every Jesus, there are the twelve disciples. After every Paul, there must be a Timothy and a Titus. Become a success with success stories. Become a success with successes. That is what achievers do. So when, what they learn, what they know does not end with them when they leave the earth. As a matter of fact, Alongside them was their life, they raised successes, they raised mentees, they raised protégés, people who are willing to learn, people who are willing to serve alongside them. So why remain 
Why succeed alone when you can succeed with others? Odofokai, you are welcome. Everyone on the platform, you are all welcome and keep sharing, keep sharing. Remember, keep sharing, keep sharing. And remember to order the book. You have only one life. Make it count. That's what we are teaching from. You have only one life. Make it count. You have only one life. Make it count. God richly bless you all. So why succeed alone or be the only success story when you can raise successes? Be a success with successes. Be a success with successes. Be a success with successes. Then the next point, why build for just today when I can build for generations to come? Why build for just today when I can build for generations yet to come? Don't let what you know end with you. Don't let what you know end with you. Why succeed alone when you can raise other success stories? The next question achievers ask themselves is why build just for today when I can build for tomorrow and build for generations yet to come. Remember the scripture, Proverbs 13, 22, I believe it is where it says, a good man shall leave an inheritance for his children's children. You're supposed to build an inheritance for your children's children. You're supposed to build a legacy. Your business that you start, your ministry that you start, your whatever it is that you start, you must raise other people to continue what you have started alongside them, build with them, raise them alongside them, obviously when as they are willing to learn from you. Why just build for today when you can build for generations to come, thinking of next and next generation? That's why our assignment is to raise generational leaders, raise generational leaders to impact nations, people who are not just thinking of today, but are thinking of tomorrow. You are welcome. The next point is why remain poor when I can be rich? Why remain poor when I can be rich? And why remain rich when I can become wealthy? <laughs> wealthy is greater than riches. Riches has to do with money. Wealth has to do with money, influence, affluence, impact, value, adding, solving problems, living a legacy. Ladies and gentlemen, achievers ask themselves questions. Why should I remain poor when I can be rich? And they go further. Why, can I, why should I be just rich when I can be wealthy to influence others? Deuteronomy 8, 18 says, It is he that giveth the power to become wealthy, wealthy, wealthy. You must be aiming at wealthy, 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 wealthy. Deuteronomy 8, 18. It is he that gives you power, ability, wisdom, enablement, opportunities, divine ideas, divine favor, acquisition of skill to create wealth, wealth, not just riches. Riches has to do with money, how much money you have. Wealth has to do with money, a good family, a good marriage, good, great children, achievements, adding value on every side, real estates, other things, integrity, all those things, all encompassing, wholeness in your body, wholeness in your mind, wholeness in your spirit, totally wealthy. He wishes above all things that we prosper and be in health as our soul prospers. So you have mental wealth, 
You have physical wealth, you have social wealth, you have financial wealth, you have relational wealth. That is what we call wealth. Why remain poor when you can be rich? Why remain poor when you can be rich? And why remain rich when you can become wealthy? So I tell people all the time, having enough to feed you and your family is not prosperity. It's not the ultimate definition of prosperity. Having enough to feed just you and your, your family is selfishness. Selfishness to the highest degree. Having enough, if all your money is just spent on just you and just your family and you don't impact any other person, you are not wealthy. You are not rich. Your influence must affect others, like the Rockefeller Foundation. Dead and gone, but found his foundation is still speaking. When you are building, build with generations in mind. Build with others in mind. Deuteronomy 8 verse 18, it says, And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power, wisdom, enablement, anointing, opportunities, abilities, to get wealth. It is a get riches. It said get wealth that he may establish his covenant that is what your fathers as it is this day. Wealth to establish his covenant. What is that covenant? That covenant was being blessed to be a blessing. Having enough just to feed yourself and your family is not the highest definition of prosperity. It is just survival. You are just surviving. No one is being impacted. Those school fees are being paid. You're just paying just your children's school fees. It doesn't go, you know, you must go beyond that where you're affecting other people. Why remain poor when you can be rich? Why remain rich when you can be wealthy and raise other wealthy men and women? That's what success is. Keep sharing, keep sharing, take notes and keep sharing, keep taking notes and keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. Listen to me, what you and I become is based on the input that we put, make into our lives. So, you are supposed to become the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath, lending to nations, not borrowing. That may be the starting point. So, achievers, these are the, there's no need to envy an achiever, no need to be jealous of an achiever. If you can do, there is no new thing under the sun, that which has been is what there is. And that which shall be is what shall be. If you will learn what achievers have achieved, you will also become an achiever. That's why this man of mentorship is key. One, also, one book also want to recommend to you is The Role of Mentorship. The book on the role of mentorship. Make sure you get these materials. They are going to change your life. The role, the power and the role of mentorship. Your future, your, your, your mentor. It's a picture of your future. Your mentor, who is mentoring you, who is speaking to you, into your life, who you listen to, whose instructions you obey, whose instructions you are head to, who you call your father, who you call your destiny father, who you call your spiritual father, who you call your career father, professional father, goes a long way to determine what you become in life. This food, Mama says, this food is rich. In nutrients, don't enjoy alone. Share this link with everyone that you know to be blessed and to be empowered. Knowledge, knowledge, applied knowledge is power. The Bible says knowledge, wisdom, and understanding 
is what shall distinguish distinguish you in life. The more knowledge you have and you are applying, which is wisdom, and the more understanding you have, the, the more peculiar and unique you become in life. So, rich achievers ask themselves, why remain poor when I can be rich? And then they go further by saying, why remain rich when I can be wealthy? So I can influence others as well and raise other wealthy men and other wealthy women. Next point, the achievers, achievers ask themselves, why receive handouts? Why receive handouts? Why remain a consumer? Why remain a collector? When I can be handing things out by becoming a contributor and a distributor. Nothing gives some of us great joy like being contributors, distributors, disseminators of truth, disseminators of knowledge, disseminators of wisdom, disseminators of understanding, disseminators of financial resources, disseminating material resources to bless people backed by the knowledge, the knowledge and the wisdom that we are applying. I don't believe in just giving people financial resources. I believe in giving them financial resources backed by the knowledge you are working in, the wisdom you are operating in, and the understanding you are operating in, because every good and perfect gift does not come from abroad. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. That is wisdom from above, sharing our wisdom with others so they can do the same things we are doing and achieve greater things than that which we have achieved. Ladies and gentlemen, why receive handouts? Why be a consumer when you can be a, why be a consumer? Why be a, co- a collector? Why receive handouts when you can be handing out things out and become a contributor and a distributor? These are the things that motivate achievers to achieve greater things, greater things, greater things. I am speaking to an achiever on this platform who will not remain a consumer, who will not just receive handouts, who will not just remain a collector, but will be somebody that hands things out, come to a place where you are sponsoring people's fees, you are sponsoring church buildings, you are sponsoring education of others, you are sponsoring businesses, you are impacting your generation as the light of the world, as the salt of the earth, and as a city set on the hill. I'm speaking to you. You are the one that can become all these things I'm talking about. And in higher degrees, higher degrees, higher degrees. Why receive handouts? Why remain a collector? Why remain a member of a church? Why remain just a consumer when you can be handing things out? When from the riches that you are receiving, you are sharing those truths, you are sharing that knowledge, you are sharing that wisdom with others, inviting others into your church. That is making you, you must be a con- contributor, a distributor. Those are the people that become high achievers in their generation. So, achievers ask themselves, why receive handouts? Why must I be receiving handouts when I can be the one handing things out, handing things out? And it comes by being liberal with your knowledge, being liberal with your financial resources, being liberal with your material resources, being liberal with your wisdom and the knowledge that you have acquired. Why receive handouts and be a consumer collector when I can be somebody who is handing things out? Then the next question they ask is, why see less? 
Think less. Do less. Achieve less. And become less. When I can see more. Think more. Do more. Achieve more. And become more. <laughs> Glory to God. I will clap with myself and clap of faith for that particular statement. Achievers ask themselves questions like, why see less? Why think less? Why do less? Why read less? Why learn less? Why achieve less? Why become less? When I can see more, I can think more, I can read more, I can do more, I can achieve more, and I can become more. Glory to God. Pastor, uh, Pastor Nakawala Amponsa, God bless you once again for joining us on this platform. We appreciate your joining us, Pastor Nakawala Silongwe Amponsa. God bless you for joining us. We are looking at 60 strategic questions that achievers ask themselves on a daily basis. And I'm teaching from my book, You Have Only One Life, Make It Count. You order yourself a copy of this book. It is going to change your life. Why? You have only one life. Make it count. Get a copy of this book from house www.houseofjuda.org.uk. Get yourself a copy of this book. You have only one life. Make it count. You have only one life. You have only one life to make an impact, to influence others to add value, to solve problems, and to leave a mark on this earth that can never be erased. Order this book, You Have Only One Life, Make It Count, from our website, www.houseofjuda.org. You can teach it from this book, and since I wrote that book, the additional insight has come. I don't believe that there's YC, what of number 62, YC less, why think less, why do less, why achieve less, why become less, why, can, why, why, when I can see more, think more, do more, achieve more, and become more. These are additional insights that we have generated since the book began, and there are additional kinds of wisdom in this material. So get yourself a copy from our website. Why see less? Why think less? Why do less? Why read less? Why achieve less? And why become less when I can become more? I can achieve more. I can attain more. I can do more. I can reach more. Glory to God. Acts chapter 20, 35. It says, in everything I did, I showed you that this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. You are blessed to be a blessing. Ayin, Deborah, you are welcome. You are blessed to be a blessing. Paul speaking. In Acts 20, 35, he said, In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. It's more blessed to give than to receive. It's more blessed to give from what we have received than to receive. Why think less? Why do less? Why read less? Why achieve less when you can achieve far more? These are the questions that achievers ask themselves on a daily basis. And that's why they are always scaling higher heights. 
moving mountains and becoming more innovative and more inventive and more creative every single day. Glory to God. Dr. Mawili, Bishop Dr. Mawili, you are welcome. God richly bless you. Number 64. Why think local? So I've even gone beyond the 60. Glory to God. You need to get this book. It's going to change your life. Order the book. You have only one life. Make it count. You have only one life. Make it count. Next point. Why think local when you can think global? Write that down. Why think local? These are the mindsets of achievers. Why think local when I can think global? Why achieve locally only when I can achieve globally? You start local, but think global. That's the mindset of achievers. They start local, but they achieve their mindset is on global. We started local in London, in the London borough of Croydon. We started in Croydon, but we have spread our wings by the grace of God and by knowledge, wisdom, and understanding globally, globally, globally. We must not, we must start local, but think global. Achievers ask themselves, why think local? When I can think global. Why think local? When I can think global. The next question that achievers ask themselves is, why be bitter when I can be better? Why be bitter when I can be better? Agnes, you are welcome. Ayin, Deborah, you are welcome. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing, and let's keep inviting others to join us on this platform. Why think local when you can think global? Why think local when you can think global? Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. So, why think local? So, you start out local, but think global to impact globally. So, you must study to influence globally, not just local. You start local but you must think global. Then the next point, why be bitter when I can be better? As you um, as you grow and as you develop and as you have a desire to become an achiever, there are a lot of things that may happen that may get you to feel bitter about experiences that you have had in the past or in the present, and you can be tempted to be bitter, healthy, bitter, or resentful or vindictive. Now, bitterness is, 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 is more disastrous and detrimental for you than the person who made you bitter. Bitterness, bitterness is more destructive and detrimental for your life than the person who made you bitter. So those who become achievers ask themselves questions like, why remain bitter when I can be better? Someone illustrated it, illustrated it this way. Why be bitter when you can be better? It says translate the bitter lemon, add sugar to the bitter lemon and create yourself a lemonade. Glory to God. Use the bricks that are thrown at you to build your own mansion and build your own house. At least you don't need to go to the merchants, builders, merchants, builders and merchants to buy the cement or buy the bricks to build your building. The bricks that are being thrown at you Use it to build your own house. 
Achievers ask themselves questions like, why be bitter when I can be better? Use that bitter experience to become a better person. Noel, you are welcome. It's very important. Why be bitter when you can be better? Use every disadvantage to your advantage. Use every disadvantage to your advantage. I've, I've written certain books in the past from certain bitter experiences that I've, I've had to write those books to help people and those who cause those bitter experiences how to buy those books because they needed those books in that particular point in time in their life. Being better definitely shuts down all controversies. Being better definitely shuts down all controversies. Why be bitter? Why remain bitter when I can be better? Use that bitter experience to your advantage. Use the bitter lemon to create lemonade by adding sugar to that bitter lemon and sell it back to them. Glory to God. Use what they said against you to write books and teach messages and create your webinar and create your seminar and create your online program and create your products and sell it back to those same people who created that particular experience that you went to. Why be bitter when you can be better? you find people who are achievers. They are always smiling, always full of joy. Listen, not because they don't have no challenges, but they discover that staying bitter is detrimental to their forward movement and their progress. One such person is my twin brother, Bishop Gideon Titi Affair, always smiling. Bishop Oyedepo, always smiling. Kenneth Copeland, always smiling. Not that they don't have no challenges, it's a choice that you make. If you want to be an achiever, you must stay focused. You don't allow bitter experiences to stop you from making progress. Not everybody will believe in your vision. Not everybody will believe in you. Not everybody will stand with you. At the end of the day, you are not called to everyone. You are not called to stand with everyone. Not everyone is called to stand with you. If God be for you, who can be against you? What does it matter who is against you? Stay focused on your assignment. Stay focused on your assignment. Use that bitter experience to create what you want to do and achieve in life. Use what they said negatively about you to better yourself. Use what they said negatively about you to better yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, why be bitter when you can be better? Glory to God. Prove to them that you are better. You are more mature. You know where you are going. Rabbi Shagadala Dukanda starter. I'm excited right there. Why be bitter when you can be better? I would like to remind you this evening we have our relationship session where we'll be dealing with our marriage matters, single parenthood matters, blended family matters, relationship matters, career matters, planning for your future. And we all know that in relationships, whether on the job, or in ministry, or in marriage, or all general relationships, whether an employee or staff, whatever it is, there are experiences that come up that may make you bitter. But choose to be better and not bitter. Choose to be better and not bitter. Show them that you are better than this. Prove to them that you are better than that. Not be asking questions, what did you say about me? What did you... People don't talk about people who are doing nothing. People don't talk 
<laughs> I use a slang right there. People don't talk about people who are not doing anything. They only talk about people who are doing something. Don't get bitter about it. Stay focused on your assignment. Why be bitter when you can be better? Focus is the compass. Thank you for that. Focus is the compass. So, why focus? Next point, why focus on the bricks thrown at you? Why focus on the bricks thrown at you by critics, by liars, by haters, by sabotors, by connivers, by accusers, and by naysayers, when you can use those same bricks to build your mansion? My God, why? Why focus on the critics? The critics, why why focus on the bricks thrown at you by critics, liars, haters, sabotors, accusers, connivers, and naysayers, no, nowhere going people. <laughs> why focus on their bricks that they've thrown at you through their critics, lies, hates, sabotage, accusations, connivers, and naysayers when you can use those same bricks to build your mansion? Use those same bricks to build your mansion. Use those same bricks to build your mansion. Years ago, I said in one of my books, Thank God for my enemies. Thank God for my enemies. Thank God for my enemies. They have no idea what they have done for me. They have no idea what they did to me. Thank God for backbiters. If you have backbiters, backbiters will always be behind you. They'll be behind your back. Biting your back, and when they bite your back, you move. When they bite your back, you move. When they bite your back, you create. When they bite your back, you become innovative. When they bite your back, you become you become more creative, innovative, inventful. You have no idea what my enemies have done for me. The little did they, what? Oh my God! I feel the anointing right here, Prophet Bello. God richly bless you for joining us today from Ireland. God richly bless you. Joseph thanked God for his brothers who were or became his enemies. He thanked God when they came eventually to see him in Egypt. He said, what you, you sold me into slavery, meaning it's for evil. But God meant your being an enemy to me. Invented for my good. I say, put in that comment box, everyone watching on Facebook and on Instagram, type this in that comment box. Thank God for my enemies. Thank God for my enemies. Thank God for my enemies. Oh, I just can't wait this month of wisdom and mentorship. You don't want to miss our, miss our church services. On Sunday, 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Oh my God, when I'm teaching on wisdom and mentorship. My God, ladies and gentlemen, thank God for my enemies. Put that in the comment box on Instagram and on Facebook. Joseph's enemies, his brothers, were became his enemies or they became an enemy of him. It was through that enmity that they sold him into his land of promise. 
Backbiters will always remain by you. As they bite, they will remain behind you. As they bite your back, write a book. As they write, bite your back, release a CD. As they bite your back, invent something new. As they bite your back, save some more money. My God, I feel the anointing in the house. Receive that grace. Thank God for my enemies. They meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. When David's brothers were jealous of him, and they said, what are you doing here in my country? They say, you are being too low. He said, is there not a cause? No matter what David's brothers said to him, he went ahead and killed Goliath and became the armor bearer of King Saul and eventually became a king in Israel. Thank God for my enemies. God will use what your enemy intended for evil to work out for your good. Come on, say, thank God for my enemies. For all things will work together for the good of them that love him and are called according to his purpose. Glory to God. Genesis 50 verse 20. He said, but as for you, you meant evil against me. But God meant it for good in order to bring about as it is this day to save many people alive. Thank you, Mama B. Glory to God. Turn that bitter experience into a better experience for yourself and for your generation. In the name of Jesus, why focus on the bricks thrown at you by critics, by haters, by saboteurs? My accusers could not, don't be surprised that you have enemies. Don't be surprised that there are people who hate you. Don't be surprised that critics, liars, haters, sabotors, accusers, good neighbors, naysayers. The good news is because they are busy criticizing you, they never arrive at where you are. They never arrive at where you are. They are always behind. They are always behind. They are always behind. You end up ruling them. The Bible says the men of Issachar who had understanding of the times and all their brethren were at their command. Were at their command. Were at their command. Ladies and gentlemen, why focus on the bricks thrown at you by critics, liars, haters, sabotors, accusers, connivers, and naysayers when you can use those same bricks to build your mansion. So, Change your mentality. Glory to God. Jazzy, Jazzy. Jazzy, Jazzy. God bless you. Glory to God. You are welcome on this platform. Jazzy, Jazzy. Keep sharing, keep sharing. We have 18 minutes to go. And after we finish, I want you to share this link. Share this message with everybody that you know to encourage them. Somebody discouraged because of critics or naysayers or liars or sabotage. Just tell them it's normal. Why we look not at it? That's why Paul said in Second Corinthians chapter four, seventeen to eighteen. Why we look not at the things which are seen, or the things that we hear, but at the things which are not seen, or the things which are not heard. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are temporal. Paint your pictures from the scriptures. Don't worry your head about liars, about haters. They are everywhere. Don't waste your energy on them. Focus on your assignment. Focus on your assignment. When you focus on your focus, you become the focus. All things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His promise. Thank you, Pastor Nakawala. God richly 
bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, the next statement and question that achievers ask themselves is, why settle on the stepping stone when I can use the stepping stone as a springboard to my destination? Don't get complacent where you are. There's far, far more for you to achieve and far, far more for you to become. Absolutely. He said, our life affliction or our life challenges or our life troubles, they are but for a moment. Sometimes it may not look like it as an achiever. When you want to become an achiever or a high achiever in your business, your career, ministry, profession, marriage, relationships, it may not look like things are going the way you should go, it should go. But the Paul said our light affliction is but for a moment. Sometimes it doesn't look like it's a moment, it looks like forever. But he says to encourage us, our light affliction, troubles, crisis, challenges is but for a moment. And he says it is working, it is working. God is using it to work for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. He said, while we look not at the things which are seen or the things that are happening around us, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen, which is the word of God, are is eternal. Why settle on the stepping stone when I can use the stepping stone as a springboard to my destination? Don't settle for where you are. Use it as a springboard. That stepping stone where you are right now. Use it as a springboard to your ultimate destination. Then the next question they ask is why approach life as if it's a hundred meter race when it is actually a marathon. You never become rich in a day. You never become wealthy in a day. You never become a leader in a day. You never become an achiever in a day. You never become great in a day. Why approach life as a hundred meter race when life is actually a marathon? You need to respect process. You need to respect process. You need to respect process. Give, is the, the, the Genesis 8.22 says, as long as this earth remains, seed, time, harvest. There's a time when you sow the seed. Then there's a time for, for process. Process, to be processed, self-development, personal development, practicing the things you are hearing. Why settle on a stepping stone when you can use the stepping stone as a springboard? Why approach life as if it's a hundred meter race when it's actually a marathon? Be motivated and challenged by achievers, but run your own race. Remember, they that compare themselves with themselves are not wise. I have nobody to compare. I don't compare myself with anyone. Not everybody's running my race. I'm not called to run everybody's race. I admire people who are ahead of me and are achieving great things. But to envy them, to, je to be jealous of them, is a waste of energy. I'm not called to do what they are called to do. Ladies and gentlemen, don't compare yourself with others. Admire them. Learn from them. Be motivated by them. Be trained by them. But don't get into the comparative comparison comparison race. They that compare themselves with themselves are not wise. Compare yourself with God's purpose for your life. Compare yourself with God's assignments for your life, not others. Don't compare yourself to anyone. Run your race. Run your own race. Learn from others, but run your race. Compare yourself with the assignments that God gave you. 
My assignment is to raise generational leaders. My assignment is to eradicate ignorance. It's to eradicate poverty. So as long as anyone is willing to eradicate poverty, eradicate ignorance, they will be blessed by my ministry and I can concentrate on them. But if they are not prepared to change, they are not prepared to get away from their ignorance, I can do, I can only do what I can do. Don't compare yourself with others. But Paul said, they that compare themselves with themselves are not wise. Listen, if you compare yourself with that, you'll be frustrated all the time and feel dissatisfied all the time. Very, very important. Very, very important. Trust the process. They that compare themselves with themselves are not wise. Run your race. Stay focused on your assignment. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. As we begin to round up, next point, the achievers, achievers ask themselves these questions. Why blame others when I am solely responsible for the outcome of my life? Why blame others when I am solely responsible for the outcome of my life? Why blame others? Why blame others? When I'm solely responsible for the outcome of my life. Your vision. Pursue your vision. When there are people who are willing to stand with your vision, to fulfill your vision, glory to God, bring them along. When they are not willing to stand with your vision, pursue your vision. Don't wait for people who are not willing to assist you to fulfill your vision. Keep moving and God will bring people who are aligned with your vision. Why blame others? Achievers ask themselves the question, why blame others when I am solely responsible for the outcome of my life? Why blame others? You know, when you read Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, it says, this book of the law cannot depart from, watch this, your mouth. But thou, you shall meditate, think on the word of God day and night, and you shall observe to do then he continues, then you shall make your way prosperous, and you shall have good success. No one is in the picture. He doesn't mention any other person's name. Listen, when it comes to your destiny, only your vote counts. When it comes to your destiny, only your vote counts. When it comes to you being an achiever, only your vote counts. Only your vote counts. Helpers may come in and help you, but you should be the one who has, passion, who has the passion to make it happen. The passion to make it happen. All our online programs. Oh God. I don't delegate my responsibilities. I delegate tasks. Leaders don't delegate responsibilities. Leaders don't delegate their responsibilities. They delegate tasks. They don't delegate their responsibilities. I do not delegate my responsibility because I am ultimately, I am solely responsible for the outcome of my destiny. Others like the Aarons and the Hairs and the Lydians who are willing to latch on for us to achieve our goal, glory to God. But if they are not willing or are not available, ladies and gentlemen, everybody's getting on with their dream. Get on with your dream. Don't blame anybody for the outcome of your destiny. You are solely responsible for the outcome of your life. Whether people join or people don't join, when it comes to your destiny, 
all your votes, all your input, all your passion, all your forward movement, all your development of yourself, and moving, 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 staying in movement. That is what counts, and that is what people will look at to join themselves to you if they are called to you. Leaders do not delegate their responsibilities. They delegate their tasks. They do not delegate their responsibilities. I can delegate my lunch hour with high achievers to anybody else. That is my program. That is my baby. I may get others on there whom I will interview or make contributions, but this is my baby. You don't delegate the task of your children to somebody else. You do not delegate your responsibility. Delegate certain tasks, but don't delegate your main responsibility. Because, listen, you are ultimately solely responsible for the outcome of your vision, the outcome of money matters on Wednesday. The outcome of Pastor's Manor on Mondays. The outcome of Kingdom Thinkers on Thursday. The outcome of Relationship Session on Wednesday, first Wednesday. The outcome of Lunch Hour with High Achievers on Saturday afternoons. The outcome of our Relationship Session on the first Saturday of the month in the evening. The outcome of the church that I pastor. I am solely responsible for the outcome of my destiny with the helpers of, with, with the, with the, <laughs> with the help of willing people, willing and trained people. Ladies and gentlemen, get this, get this, get this. Stay in movement, stay in movement. Stay, listen, God is not going to hold people around you responsible <laughs> for what becomes of your life. No, no, no. When God came to the garden, who did he speak to? Adam, because he put Adam in charge. Eve was not in charge. Eve was a helpmate. Don't blame anyone for the outcome of your life. Take full, total responsibility to do what you must do to fulfill your assignment. I am responsible for the financial destiny of my family and my businesses and my ministry. I take full responsibility. You get asked people to get involved. They don't get involved. Ladies and gentlemen, find divine wisdom. That is what makes this month's Team so crucial. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. Not people, not others first. Not others first. Not others first. Wisdom is the principal thing. Not your wife first. Not your husband first. Not your children first. Not your leaders first. Not your church workers first. Not your members first. Wisdom is the principal thing. People flow towards solution providers. They flow towards wisdom, not just individuals. Take full responsibility of the outcome of your family. My family will never, ever, never, ever be poor. Never. Because I'm taking full responsibility to keep learning, to keep working hard, to, to break records, to ensure my destiny, my family never becomes poor. And everybody who sits under our ministry who desires to be rich and to be wealthy and influential, as long as they are willing to submit to the teachings, you can take a horse to the riverside. Is it a horse or a cow? Whichever one. <laughs> you, but you cannot force them to drink. Delegate tasks. 
not responsibilities of yours. Get wisdom. Pursue wisdom. Go and read for your business. Don't let others read for you. Go and read for your business. Go and study for your business. Go and invest for your business. Pursue wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing in all you're getting. Get wisdom. And all you're getting of wisdom, get understanding. I pray for you today that the spirit of wisdom will rest upon your life in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You may ask Bishop, what are some of the ways in which I can secure wisdom? On the bottom, at the bottom of the screen, follow me on Facebook. Go on my Facebook homepage, Michael Hudsonwood. All the videos from last year, March, over 60 videos on money matters, on lunch hour with high achievers, on how to become an achiever, how to become an accomplisher, how to pray, how to create wealth, how to make money, how to manage money, how to multiply money. Go on my Facebook homepage. Look out for Michael Hudson Wood on Facebook. Listen to all my messages. Go Google, Google Maximizing Destiny with Bishop Michael Hudson Wood audio podcasts. 24-7 audio podcasts. The details are scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Go on our YouTube channel. Log in Bishop Michael Hudson Wood on YouTube and listen to all my messages. Google and listen to Maximizing Destiny audio podcast. Read the book of Proverbs. Get my books online from our website and add value to your life to be able to add value to others. Increase your wisdom level. Increase your wisdom level. And also, you can join our service online or in our actual service. Glory to God, you can join our actual service. Every Sunday this month, I'm teaching on wisdom and mentorship. Wisdom and mentorship. Wisdom and mentorship. I'm going to encourage every one of you to join our platform every Sunday. Set your notifications to join our actual or virtual service. Every Sunday, mark it down. Take a screenshot of the details or watch this thing over and over, share it with others and take the details. You want to be in our actual service, book your seat, 07555-626-925 to join our service, our actual service in the heart of Croydon in the city of London, 07555-626-925. Or you can join us online on Facebook at H-O-J City Church. That is www.facebook.com forward slash H-O-J City Church. That's House of Judah City Church slash uh, forward slash live forward slash from 10.30 a.m. You want to come to the service, but to watch online 11.30 by 11.15. Be seated and share this link with as many people. This month shall be our month of unusual wisdom unusual results because we shall be looking at wisdom and operating the wisdom that is far above all kinds of wisdom. So, you want to order the products I've been teaching on. You have only one life. Make it count. The website is www.houseofjudah.org.uk and you can worship in our services 
by texting 07555626925. Finally, I want to encourage you, please mark these dates down. From next week, we begin our 14 days of glory. Oh, God, you don't want to miss this. Every day from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. UK time, we'll be praying and I'll be teaching some powerful nuggets on how we can see the glory. Another word for glory is wealth. So supernatural glory, spiritual glory, the glory of God, and also wealth. Next week, from the 7th to the 20th of June, we are going to have 14 days of fasting and prayer, which are labeled 14 days of glory. It will be 7 days of fasting and prayer from 6 to 6, 6 and we'll meet at 6 p.m. on our Facebook platform, HOJCDTS, and the House of Judah, and Hattonwood Global. We'll, we'll stream it on both our platforms, Hattonwood Global, House of Judah City Church platform. So, seven days of fasting and prayer, and seven days of thanksgiving, because I believe that in the second week, after we are praying in the first week, we are going to engage the weapon, the wisdom weapon of thanksgiving to secure our miracles, secure our wisdom. Seven days of fasting and prayer. Take a screenshot of this flyer and then mark the, your calendar to make sure you are with us every day, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. and Sundays, 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then followed by that is our Movers and Shakers Online Summit with my twin brother, Bishop Gideon Titiofer. Oh my God, from the first to the 4th of July. Take a screenshot of these flyers. Your life will never remain the same again. I'm telling you, my twin brother will be starting us off in the, in the, in the Movers and Shakers Summit on Thursday the 1st. You'll be the first speaker. On Friday, I will be speaking. On Saturday, my twin brother will be speaking. And on Sunday, I will be speaking. Glory to God. Take these details and don't miss it. In the name of Jesus, Mama B says, we are expectant. Glory to God. God bless you all for joining us today. God bless you, Bishop and Mama B. We receive it. God richly bless you. So, take the details, order these materials, take a screenshot of these flyers, and join us. God richly bless you. Remember the scripture Mama B just put up for surely. There's an expectation. There's an end. There's an end to every frustration. And thine expectation, thine expectation shall not be cut off. Your expectation will not be cut off in these 14 days of glory. And it shall not be cut off during our anniversary. So mark your calendar. Take these details and join us. It's going to be awesome. Maxi Ako, God bless you. Everyone that joined us today, God greatly bless you. Watch this advert as we close this session and order the book that I taught from today. God bless you. See you tomorrow. See you this evening. This evening. This evening. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. on this same platform. Don't endure. Enjoy. God bless you. Bishop Dr. Michael Hutton Wood. The Senior Pastor of House of Judah, UK, The Happy Church, presents six dynamic life-changing books that will catapult you to higher heights entitled Success Has No Uncles, 12 Cancers to Avoid at All Costs in Leadership, Ministry, and Management. You have only one life. 
Make it count. Understanding and releasing the power of first fruit offerings and tithes. Invoking the incredible power of altars and sacrifices. Forgive, but don't forget. Success is self-determined. Success consists of little daily efforts, and failure consists of little daily neglects. Daniel said, I understood by books. No matter what life throws at you, stay focused and keep moving through relevant and current information. These books are definitely a must for your library. Order your copies today by calling or visiting our website, www.housejitter.org.uk or using the information on your screen. Cottonwood Publications presents the Financial Freedom Pack. The four newly released books by the author and prolific writer, Dr. Michael Hottonwood. Titles are 21 Reasons Why No Believer or a Pastor Should Be Poor, How to Get Out of Debt, and Stay Out of Debt, Steps of Becoming Debt-Free, Why Budgeting is Not an Option, and Reasons Why People Walk in Lack. Order your copies today by calling 0208-689-6010 or order online at Amazon.co.uk, www.hathajuda.org. UK or michaelhottonwood.org. Debit or credit card accepted. Secure online payments. Buy Visa card, MasterCard, Charge card, Stored Valued card, Beach card, and PayPal. <laughs> 